Welcome to Spotlight Conversations with voice talent and DJ Donna Reed. Donna talks music and media from her sunny linoleum-free studio. Come on in. Well, here we are. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Spotlight Conversations. Thank you for downloading. Listening means so much. Find out more at Spotlight Conversations on Instagram and on Facebook, or you can follow me on Instagram as well, at Donna Reed VO. Today, in the studio, singer-songwriter Kaya Black, and he's here today. Kaya, thank you for joining me this afternoon. Well, thank you, Donna. It's good to be here. Tell me what you're working on. So I am uh, working in studio. Of course, I'm recording in Nashville. Um... Uh, on some music, some uh, brand new music um, coming out hopefully soon. Um, I've used the pandemic to pretty much record a lot of material. You mm-hmm. know, it's, the pandemic has kind of said, okay, no more shows for a while. What can I do with myself? Right. It also gives you a chance to really think about what you want to do next. Exactly. It's reflection. You mm-hmm. know, so it's got to, mm-hmm. it's, it's given me some time to lie in bed and be like, okay, you know, this is, this is what I'm doing. And so I've gone to Nashville, commute back and forth to Nashville and record new music. Your name, Kaya, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, is from a Bob Marley album. Yes. I was born the same year the album came out. And a funny story is my dad knew Bob Marley. And the album came out that year... I think July, if I'm not mistaken, sometime in the summer or fall. Uh-huh. And Bob Marley had a conversation with my dad saying, hey, I'm going to name the song, I'm going to name the album Kaya, you know? And he was like, hey, I, I kind of like that, so I'm going to name my son Kaya. And your dad, now, he was a photographer, a big-time photographer, took some iconic yep. photos of Bob Marley, the Whalers, Ziggy Marley. Tell me a bit about his world of photography and music? Because you must have been exposed to all of that early on. Well, you know, I never really thought about it. Uh, <laughs> you know, my, my dad does something cool, you know. It's, right. it's, it's more or less, you know, hey, we're going over to see Ziggy Marley. You know, it, we're going over to see this band and we're hanging out with this band. So it was like, yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm fine. I don't really want to go, you know. Um, so it's a different, I didn't embrace it until probably I started writing songs and it kind of clicked and it was like, this is kind of cool. And of course, um, I'm talking about your dad, Johnny Black, who took a lot of photos at uh, Reggae's Sunsplash. Yep. Um, that's where he started off with Third World and Steel mm-hmm. Pulse and all these. Every summer we'd go to um, Reggae Sunsplash during the summers and we'd go out and um, just observe, you know, I could get all access passes to Reggae Sunsplash, so I'd be up on the side stage just watching every angle of the music and stuff like that. How old were you when you were on the stage and watching him from the side stage? Like, you know, I was backstage mingling around, but when it kind of made an impact to where, like, this is what I want to do, I went to see a um, an artist by the name of Dennis Brown. And there's a funny story that I was in Jamaica and, you know, 92, I must have been like, I think about 12 or 11 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I would disappear, you know. Um, no, your poor mom. <laughs> well, she, my, my mom left Jamaica. So my mom was, you know, I traveled back and forth from New York to 
uh, to Jamaica. I'd go okay. visit my dad. My dad stayed in Jamaica. I see. So she probably hadn't died. She probably didn't even know all of this was happening. Maybe <laughs> so, that's good. <laughs> yeah. So I disappeared, and nobody could find me. Where's Kaya? Where's Kaya? The security guard actually pointed, who was working the side stage, pointed to me and said, isn't that Kaya up there? And I was on the side stage watching, you know, Dennis Brown, um, reggae artist, just take command the stage. So that was the moment I was like, this is pretty cool. This this is something I could get into. What drew you in? Was it writing music or performing music or both? Um, my mom put me in voice lessons, um, guitar lessons, and piano lessons. So both my mom and my dad saw something in me. You know, I was in the high school band, things like that. And then it was kind of like I'd sit in my room and just play the guitar. And I'd really? play, the, uh, play songs on the radio, huh. try to mimic them, try to figure out what they were playing. Uh, I think it was like after high school, I kind of was like, okay, I'm going to make my own songs out of it. And so I kind of wrote my own song, like, right after high school. Did you have any interest in photography, seeing that your dad, Johnny Black, was so well-renowned? Um, I was actually bored, <laughs> to be quite honest. <laughs> I, I was kind of bored of it. I remember, like, going into the dark room with my dad, and this was times when digital wasn't even around. Right. And it was more like he would go in the dark room and I'd go in the dark room and see all the, the chemicals and how the process was, mm -hmm. and you know, the, mm -hmm. the excitement. Of course, the, this was the days where you don't take a picture until two days later, you, you actually find out how it came out. Exactly. So, you know, a lot of the iconic pictures of Bob Marley that you see that my dad took at the time, no one knew how they were going to come out. It was kind of like, that's the shot, you know. Does he have a website where where I could go and see some of his pictures? I've seen a few in the past, but actually, I handle. Believe it or not, my dad's you know very away from all of that. I'm trying to get him set up with uh, Instagram. He is on Instagram, mm. Johnny Black Photography. Me and my dad and my little sister, we kind of um, monitor that and anything he wants to post mm -hmm. on Instagram. That's the way he has. What does he think about you being in the music business? He loves it. I went to Jamaica uh, four years ago, and he always said, you know, you need to come to Jamaica and record. And I recorded in Tough Gong Studios, and I, it was kind of a, a surreal moment because it was kind of like a give back to my dad thing because he was always so proud from a distance. You know, it was always like from a distance, he was like... Um, my son does music, you know what I'm saying? And, and we kind of grew apart just because of the distance. Mm -hmm. And it allowed us to rekindle our our closeness. Mm -hmm. You know, I could be like, hey, I'm working on a new single. And he'd be like, yeah, you need to listen to all these reggae bands. We, you know, we talk about reggae and music. And so it, it's really gotten us a whole lot closer because we can speak the same language. Hmm. Does he influence you with um, some lyrics or some musical notes? I know he's a photographer, but he is a creative. Wow. Um, he does in his own way. You know, mm -hmm. I, I'd go on YouTube and see old Sunsplash things. And I'd, you know, Ziggy Marley and the Melody Makers, for instance, I'd be like, hey, I want a song that kind of sounds like that, <laughs> you know. And he'd be like, okay, cool. I'm going to do that. And... So, you know, through that, it kind of inspires me in a different way because I'd go back and then, you know, he'd kind of 
inspire me a whole new direction, you know? You've been exposed to all this music, reggae, Sunsplash, Ziggy Marley, Wailers, and now you're on your own, and you're in Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina, and where did all this music start? Did it really start there, or were you in Jamaica and then brought it to the Carolinas, or how did that all work? Um, It was all Jamaica. I think it it, it was always in me. You know, I think um, looking back, hindsight, I can remember moments where I would listen to the ra- I was listening to the radio in Jamaica. You know, my dad mm-hmm. was listening to the radio and they would be like the songs that were on the radio as a little kid. I'd hear mm-hmm. and be like and absorb it, you know, put on headphones and just just completely immense myself into it. You know, so that's how that happened. And then, you know, my mom, I would steal her um, CD collection and her tape collection and take it to my room believe it or not they would they would end up come back damaged like my mom would find them and be like what happened to this this cd broke like did you did you steal my cds no mom i don't know what you're talking about like you know but that's how it actually happened to where you know lionel richie um teddy pendergrass all these artists that i would actually steal from my mom and just really never get back my cds did you did you do a lot of performances in raleigh and how did you end up in in north carolina my mom had a job there and then I kind of, you know, followed everybody else. Everybody kind of followed suit. Mm-hmm. And then I did some recording at Osceola Studios in Raleigh. Right. Like I recorded an EP. The EP was like kind of getting my feet wet. This is cool. I hadn't discovered who Kaya Black was, you know. I took that and then kind of found my own identity out of it. What was it like performing for the first time with all this music? You have an album, your first one. Um... Well, the first one I kind of put on myself. It, it was kind of like a deep south the bar. I think mm. that was the, really the, the performance that really in Raleigh that kind of went, okay. And a whole bunch of people came out. And it still shocked me that all these people came out. I was like, wow. And I'm trying to get back to that moment because everybody is like, when are you performing all these brand new songs that are coming out? When are you, when are you playing live? So. I'm talking today to singer-songwriter Kaya Black. He's got a new single called Missing You, and you've been recording with some pretty influential people in Nashville. Is that right? Yeah. Um, Tell me about I, that. I, Tyler Kane, um, producer. Um, I've recorded with uh, Kyle Cook of Matchbox 20. Mm-hmm. You know, some great musicians out of Nashville. You know, it's... How did you find these guys to work on your music um instagram if i could tell you any other way it's instagram i think um i I think tyler saw a story of mine that i posted and i went who's this tyler kane guy and i did some research with him and we we kind of networked and we kind of like hey i like what this he's a producer and Uh he's like you know this is what i'm trying to accomplish you know and drove to Nashville we worked on the we worked on a couple of songs we you know recorded I was like yeah this feels kind of cool I mean he's he just got off a couple of shows with Colby Calais what as a musician what is it like do you get in there and do you know exactly what you're going to do and they let you do it or how does that work well burn from you I had no idea what I was doing <laughs> burn from you you know with Kyle Cook I had no idea what I was doing. I was pretty much like, hey, Tyler, I have this song. 
what do you think of it? Yeah, we'd email back and forth, you know, rough demos of songs, and he'd be like, I know what to do with it. And I'm like, great, cool. You know, I'd reached out to Kyle Cook on, on Twitter, and I was like, bucket list to have Kyle Cook on my record, you know, of Matchbox 20. And he messaged me back, and he was like, let's do it. Imagine if your most influential guitarist of modern rock kind of plays on your record, and I didn't think it was going to happen. So, you know, I was like, whatever, it's not going to happen. And lo and behold, Kyle Cook came to the studio, laid down some guitar for uh, for the song, and it that's pretty worked. much history. Who are your influences? And did you have them in your head when you went into the studio in Nashville? It was more of a development, and I'm still mm-hmm. always in development mode. <laughs> that's good, um, though. As an artist, you kind of yeah. have to be. I'm never, I'm never kind of saying, okay, I figured it out. I figured out what I want to do. I figured out how I want to sound. You know, missing you, I'm already like, okay, what next? How can I grow from this? So I never go into a song saying, you know, I know how it's going to sound because in my head, you know, Tyler might hear it a completely different way. The musicians might hear it a completely different way. And I'll be like, that worked. So the original version of missing you sounds nothing like the way it sounds now so it's a development how many times did you have to go through it before you were okay this is how i like it It, it's kind of a trust thing with your producer you kind of (laughs) want to trust that he knows what he's doing and he hears the right thing because i remember when missing you was recorded i was like hey tyler I'm hearing this. I would text him back and forth and be like, Tyler, I'm hearing this. Can you make it sound like this would be cool? <laughs> this would be cool. And he'd be like, I got it. And next thing you know, he's like posting on Instagram that he's working on something, but I didn't hear it until what he had uh-huh. come up with till I got to Nashville into the studio. And I was like, this is pretty cool. This is pretty cool. What are you planning on in the future? Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what I've done. I'll tell you and your listeners only. Um, I'm working on a EP that's due out next summer and expect to hear some singles off of that this coming spring. If anybody wants to go and find out about you and your music, um, you said Instagram, so... My Instagram handle is Kaya Black Music, K-A-Y-A-B-L-A-C-K, Music, M-U-S-I-C. On Twitter, it is Kaya Black, K-A-Y-A-B-L-A-C-K. And Facebook is uh, Kaya Black Music. That's my handle. And then I have a website, kayablack.com. I can't wait to hear some of the newer stuff coming out, too. Yeah, it's going to be pretty excited. I'm excited for, for what I have in store. Thank you for coming in today. You're welcome, Donna. You've been listening to Spotlight Conversations with Donna Reed. Subscribe on Apple and Spotify podcasts or your favorite platform. Thanks for tuning in.